Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired, episode 84. Today, we are talking about human design, the science of differentiation, and how I'm using it to heal imposter syndrome. What is so cool about today's episode is that you can have no idea what the fuck human design is, and you will still get so much. Human design is the most accurate energy assessment tool. It's why I have waited almost two years to publicly discuss it on the podcast, because anything that I bring you, I've tried, I've tested, I've used, I want to make sure 100% this works. What I love most about it is that it aligns with everything on the scientific side. Human design is especially helpful for those of us that are overachievers, overthinkers, perfectionists, those of us who are mindy, logical people. Human design is almost more helpful to you because human design is your energetic fingerprint. Every individual chart is a map of your internal circuitry, and it's how you process your vital life force energy. You have an energy that is trying to guide you every step of the way. And when you work with it, life doesn't have to feel so hard or lonely. This new paradigm of prosperity and success that we are seeing today and that is coming more and more into fruition every day, it is built on an energetically supported foundation of alignment and smarter work, not harder work. Like we are no longer in the industrial revolution. When you have a daily method of operation and a life that supports your mental, physical, spiritual, and energetic well-being, that is how you can be a high-quality leader. Now, just like by the by, I am a certified quantum human design practitioner. I have been intensely studying human design and gene keys for the past 14 months. Everybody has a profile, which is the way you go through the world. My profile is a 3-5, which means I try everything and bring back what works to the people like you to the and I say do this forget the rest I have the solution. My third line it pushes me to look into every nook and cranny even when I don't want to. It is constantly gathering, discovering, experimenting, tweaking, failing. What's super cool about this actually is that when clients come to me, I can say, "Oh yeah, I've totally seen this before. Do XYZ." and this will pivot you in the correct direction. If you're curious about my chart, I have a whole human design highlight reel on my Instagram at Courtney Love Gavin. Human design is the same thing as electricity. It is there, it is in the walls, whether you believe in it or not. When you integrate 
human design with the healing of imposter syndrome, it is like going from candles as your primary light source to indoor electricity. Like, whoa! Imposter syndrome was invented in the 1970s, and what most people don't know is that the data was only pulled from white people, and it excluded the effects of systemic racism, classism, xenophobia, and other biases. It discovered these universal feelings of discomfort, second-guessing, and mild anxiety, and it has gotten pathologized, especially for women. One of my close friends started a new job at one of the richest companies in the world, and they told her, imposter syndrome is normal. There's a lot of smart people here. And they spoke to her like it is a condition that you just need to put up with. At the core of imposter syndrome, what it really is, is creating safety for yourself with who you are. And that begins with you. Using human design to heal imposter syndrome shows you who you actually are without all of the conditioning. No human deserves to feel like an imposter, especially with their own species. When you don't have a family of origin, or if you want something different for yourself than where you came from, that shouldn't be something that makes you question who you are or feel like an imposter in your own life. An example that illustrates this beautifully. If you think about a tiger and a cheetah and a lion and a jaguar, they are all gorgeous felines. The lion has incredible night vision. They hang out in packs. A lion has stamina to go out and to get its prey. Now the cheetah, cheetah, beautiful animal. The cheetah has this neck that is made so that it can eat its prey in an interesting way. Cheetahs can go 70 miles per hour. The cheetah, though, it does not have night vision for shit. It, it can't hunt at night. And it also does not have stamina like the lion, like the tiger. But that doesn't make the cheetah any less than than the lion. But if the cheetah tried to live like the lion and tried to go hunting at night and tried to keep up with the lion's pace an hour, like the cheetah couldn't do it. The tiger is just as amazing as the lion. But if the tiger didn't know that it was a tiger and was trying to delete its stripes and was like, why can't I grow a mane? That would be a miserable life for that tiger. This is what I see so many of you pretties doing, is that you are a lion that is trying to live like a jaguar. And it's like, no, 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 honey. Let's see who you actually are and get into your roar. The way that I use human design to heal imposter syndrome is that it really gives you the space that's needed for you to release the conditioning that is holding your true identity hostage, ultimately returning you back into the world so that you can be your most authentic and abundant, this is who I am world, unapologetic self. Now I'm going to get into the ways that human design helps you heal your imposter syndrome. So get out your notebooks. Number one, human design and healing imposter syndrome, it gives you a sense of belonging. You are no longer alone. Society, they want us to be everything to everyone. So many of us can feel that we are uniquely fucked. And so it's very helpful for you to see who you are and to also see other humans as humans without all of this race, gender, all of this other layering on top of it. Just like, oh, you're a human, I'm a human too. Awesome. When you are asked questions in a specific way, 
It can sometimes feel like someone is throwing ice water in your face. I am a sacral generator. 70% of the population is a generator of some sort. And open-ended questions bug the shit out of me. So if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm like, ugh, panic, or like, what's new? But if you ask me a yes or no question, I'm like, oh, right there, yes. Now, depending on what your internal circuitry is, you actually might be the opposite. You might need an open-ended question to arrive at your best answers. And I use this when I'm coaching you, but you just don't notice. This is why when you become a private client, you get sparkling clarity faster than ever before because I am asking you in a way that works with your energy. You can arrive at those answers faster. It doesn't take as much work to get there. Human design is also amazing when it comes to healing imposter syndrome for focusing on a goal and the actual way that you manifest. For some people, it helps to bring what you want into fruition faster, like quantum leaping, by concentrating on the feeling of when you arrive at it versus other people, it's really looking at the exact goal. I'm able to use this in a very smart way so that you can stay calm and that you can get there in a way that isn't adding to your anxiety as it does a lot of the time when you are a very ambitious, high achiever going after creating new things in the world. It can feel very high stakes. The way I help you is that we make it so it is very calm, very grounded, and you no longer feel like you're working against yourself. If you second guess yourself, this is one of the key areas that I see with imposter thoughts. You are likely questioning how you best make decisions. And then you're going into this overthinking, overwhelmed, like you just can't trust what's best for you. But when you have this information, when you work with me, you have a strategy for making decisions. And it happens from a very grounded place rather than a frenzied, panicked, forced, pressury place. Because when emotion is high, intelligence is low. When you are able to feel the panic, the force, and the pressure, but still be able to, okay, wait, let me tune into myself. Oh, it's amazing. When you say I have imposter syndrome or I doubt myself or I'm confusing or I'm not sure what to make or I'm not good at public speaking, that is just a pattern. It's it's not a judgment. It's not who you are. It's not your identity. It's not anything about you. It's just a loop that's plain. When you say something different, like when you are telling yourself or what you want to believe about yourself is I am confident in what I do. I have the skills. And here, here's my proven track record. Look, this is who I am. And that is where human design becomes external evidence. When you become a private client, I help you create an evidence file of awesomeness that is filled with all of the gifts, talents, and abilities that make you, you. And we answer the questions like, why can you do the job that you do? Why can you help someone? Why can you follow your soul's purpose? What are the tangible and intangible things that you can add to your file? When you have the imposter syndrome pattern rolling in your mind, what you can do is you can open up to that page and you can say, oh, actually, I'm really good at this. Like, I'm really good at pivoting. I'm really good at seeing other people's perspectives. I'm really good at numbers. I'm really good at writing. I'm really good at editing. I'm really good at holding this space. You have this evidence file that you can add to as many things as you want. And it it has that separation, right, with imposter syndrome and human design to be like, 
that is your identity. That is your identity. This is who you are, not the looping of the imposter syndrome and the impostery thoughts. When you are experiencing imposter syndrome or any sort of thing where you're doubting yourself is that it, it's really a description of a situation. And the mistake that brains have, especially if English is your first language, is that you identify it. Right now in my podcast recording studio, it is chilly. Like, it's chilly in here. But I would never say that that's my identity. Like, I'm chilly. I'm chilly. I'm windy. That doesn't even make any sense. I would describe the room, like my podcast recording studio, as chilly and the description would just be there. And then guess what? When I turn on the heater and it's not chilly anymore, that would no longer be the description. What happens is one time someone will be like, oh, you're confusing. And then what we do, instead of just being like, oh, the room is chilly, we're like, oh no, I'm confusing. And then we like wear it and we tattoo it. And it just becomes this internalized op oppression that I help you unwind. When we heal imposter syndrome, this is what gives you self-sovereignty. This gives your brain answers and it helps it be at peace because why is our brain's favorite thing to ask? Why can I actually do this thing? All brains want to know is why. Why do you think that you can do that? And in that moment, when the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome creeps on in and you don't yet have the confidence, you don't have the capacity right now to try and tell it like who you actually are. And that's why it overtakes the situation. But if you say, okay, I'm feeling a little insecure. I'm experiencing the feeling of insecurity right now, like detaching from the experience. I'm not insecure. I am not insecure. That is not my identity. I am experiencing insecurity. Then you go to your evidence file of awesomeness and you find the answer as to why I can do this thing. You are empathetic to yourself. You are compassionate to yourself. I am so compassionate with myself that it is a gift in my, like, my own evidence file of awesomeness that even if I don't get it right that first time, I'm going to get up and I'm going to try it again. And the backup that all of my private clients have and that will you will have when you become a private one-on-one -on -one coaching client is that you have your human design chart. So you know, you can look at that and that has all the answers for you. If you're just like discounting all your success, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is fucking science, bro. I know that I'm going to get up again and try again because I have that power of that third line that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. And that third line, it's going to figure it out. If there's anything that I know, I know that I can figure it out. And I can actually probably figure it out better than anybody else. And that's not like an, oh, I'm better than you. This is just like the evidence in my profile. The profile is that I have that third line and that I can do this thing. A house divided cannot stand using human design. Brings coherence in a way that when you're training your brain to be on autopilot to an answer, you are no longer absorbing it as your identity. You are telling yourself that you are experiencing this and that you know that you have the tools within you. It's not, a, oh, we'll see. It's like, oh no, this is gonna get done. And so there is no need anymore for the imposter syndrome to exist because you are not an imposter. You are not trying to be somebody else. You, with all of your unique gifts and abilities that are coursing through your veins, and you don't need to be aware of them to know and believe that they are there. 
of this episode if you are just like, oh, CLG, you hit me in my heart. If you're nodding your head yes, listen closely because I might have the solution you've been searching for. My Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, a six-week, highly individualized, one-on-one coaching experience designed exclusively for perfectionists like you. Your perfectionism is actually your greatest asset and leveraging it can be hard work or take years of guesswork. That's why in Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, I give you my key frameworks to taking charge of your Ferrari drive, proven to work even for the most type A, high-strung, stubborn perfectionists. In the first 30 days, you will cut your burnout in half, increase your professional fulfillment by at least 150%, and your self-compassion will go up at least 250%, and that is just your first 30 days. So if you want to save yourself years of trial and error, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator today. Or if you want to take the easy way, just click the link in the show notes to check out the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator.